So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. Kind of, yeah. um... Yeah. Rolling. But, like, getting out there and putting it into practice so you can kind of anchor in those changes okay. through action, too. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. And I think it's also, it's totally okay to not prioritize dating as well and that's kind of what i mean is like we we disproportionately revere actively dating or being in a relationship to we're being what you're always in a relationship with yourself yeah. so that's a, you're also always in a relationship yeah. and it's with yourself yeah yeah um so i think there are benefits to i either of those paths and you could kind of take both simultaneously too, like dip your toe in or yeah but it's what you feel because I do. Sometimes I work with people and I see that they're just so emotionally fatigued. It's like, take a breather. It's okay. Delete the apps or like, just don't go on dates for a while. Like build, build out your life, build out these things you're excited about, pursue your interests for yourself. And then ultimately that's the best thing you can do for dating too, is have a life you're really excited about because you build out this emotional immune system. Yeah. You have shit going on, which is attractive. Yeah. Um, if you build it, they will come. Exactly. Yeah, and of... and also you have you have shit going on. So like if something doesn't work out, you take it a lot. It's a lot easier to move on because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I've diversified my emotional assets. Yes. <laughs> like yes. I that didn't work out. That's really disappointing. Like not to invalidate that that sucks it stings but look at all these other awesome things i have going Mm -hmm. on so yeah i always recommend for yourself for your relationship with yourself also just your enjoyment of your life and incidentally almost as like a byproduct the best thing you can do for your dating life is work on yourself and build out your life and just pursue a life you're super stoked about Mm -hmm. with reckless abandon yeah yeah does that answer your question yes definitely and that's interesting because i've heard like a lot of back and forth Mm -hmm. about being upfront about things that you might be struggling with because there are some bad actors who are like oh oh you just gave me all the secret sauce and now i know what (laughs) buttons to push but like if you're doing the self-work then also you'll notice when they're doing that in theory so i'm kind of like i am on board with that i'm like oh that's a great way to be like hey so i'm not this is something that I'm working on. So yeah. like, I will be practicing this with you because this is something that I need to practice in all areas of my life, including yeah. this. And if it doesn't work for you, there's yeah. no love lost. Exactly. And, you know, maybe you don't bring this up on date one or maybe even like not even date three. Who knows? Like yeah. it's kind of whatever you're comfortable with. The point is not everyone's going to want to roll with that. And that's fine because if you're putting... You're separating the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're filtering out. So I'm always in favor of just owning owning your shit Yeah, across the board. It saves time. It's also like they're coming into the relationship super informed on what's going on. And I just think we should have a more open dialogue around being real and 
what's actually happening for yeah. you. And like, of course, you want to put your best foot forward. You don't need that person immediately to become like your support system for whatever that is. But I'm always in favor of just owning your shit and being upfront. That's helpful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I'm wondering, obviously a big part of dating right now is, and we're talking about like personal brand, like everyone has yes. one, even if, yes. you, even if you don't want to, it's just true. So true. Um, online presence, especially social media is such an important part of dating right now for better or for worse. Everyone's Googling each other. Yeah. If you go on a couple dates with someone, you add them on social media, you're showing your friends. You're like, okay, this is the person mm-hmm. I'm going on these dates with. <laughs> We're all like evaluating yeah. this presence, which, you know, obviously sucks to an extent, but it's just what's happening. So yeah. I'm always in favor, too, of just working with what's actually happening, like the reality of what's happening, which is that people you're dating are going to Google you and they are going to look you up online and they are going to they're going to evaluate you based on that. Because they don't know you very well yet. Mm-hmm. They're only going off of the information that you, A, present to them, B, they're able to perceive. Yeah. Which is another reason I kind of talk about this in terms of rejection. Of if someone isn't feeling it with you initially, they don't really know you. They yeah. know like a certain very small percentage of you and kind of how they perceive your presentation to be. They don't know your depth or what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But point being, do you have any thoughts on online presence, I guess, mostly around social media and dating, or even just like friendship courtship? Yes, absolutely. And like initially getting to know someone. Definitely. Yeah. And do you mind if I, this is like oh, yeah. getting in the way of my ability to see your face. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like, I'm like, I want to see your face. And all I can see is this like pillow's corner. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That makes it so much. Oh, lovely. Okay. Um, so, yes, I have all kinds of, well, I, I lack gravity, so I always have all kinds of opinions. Yeah. But when it comes to this, I am not on Tinder. I'm mm-hmm. not on, I've never been on a dating app. Yeah. I've never been on, which is funny because, yeah. like, my entire industry is online. Yeah. And so people are always like, really? Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, well, you know, A, it's still somewhere in the back of my mind, there's like that everyone online is going to kill you. Yeah. You know, which is not true. Yeah. And even, but anyways, I have like zero interest in dating apps and I've never used them. Yeah. Whether it's plenty of fish or any of those things. And and yeah. literally every single person that I know, it seems like, or feels like, and obviously feelings can be very wrong, but it feels like I am in the minority when it comes yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. But that being said, do people slide into my DMs a lot? And yeah. like, how do you manage that? And um, yeah. especially how do you manage that right, when Instagram honestly is a dating platform at yes. this point, which yes. honestly, I'm a huge fan of. I which I, I also <laughs> appreciate. And there's no I feel like there's no there's no harm in that. But I think part of it is because this is my work, because mm. digital media mm-hmm. is my work. I'm kind of like, oh, God, like, can I just get a break from yeah. work? Yeah. But the reality is that, like, no, you can't because we are all brands, right? Yeah. So when it comes to something like that, I made an intention for 2018. Mm-hmm. I And, like, the 2080 rule in business about how frequently 80% of the people in a business will be getting excuse me, 20% of the people in a business will be receiving 80% of the attention because they're actually problem makers, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
and that the 80% that are not problem makers are only getting 20% of the attention Mm -hmm. and that you need to do like a real restructuring to make sure that you don't have that problem. Mm -hmm. And I took that and I was like, I need to apply that to my life. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. who in my like friends? Cause then I was like, wait a second. Like when I look at my friends, I have wonderful friends that I adore who have been there for me, who have shown up for me. And it actually hurts my ability to show up for them when I have this toxic 20% yeah, that is taking up all of my time and energy. Mm. Um, and I had never really gone through like a friend pruning, yeah. which I think a lot of people do. And I had never done that. Right. Um, cause I felt like it was digitally cool. friend uh, like at all. Oh, okay. Like yeah. at all. Like in real life, digitally. Yeah. yeah. No, like yeah. I just always try to keep them, even though sometimes you outgrow people and that's yeah. fine and that's yeah. mutual and that's okay. Right. But I realized I was like, okay, so I've got this 2080 problem mm-hmm. in the business of my life yeah. and my friends. Yeah. And I want to address that so that I can then, the t- toxic 20 aren't taking up 80% of my bandwidth. Right. Which means that then I'm not being the best friend that I can possibly be and showing up in my best possible way for the friends that I really care about and yeah. the ones that I want to show up for and I want to give back to. Right. That's not like reciprocation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so me thinking that I'm, I think I'm doing a kindness, but I'm actually doing a disservice yeah. to those good people and also to myself. Yeah. So I worked on that. And then part of that was it's hard meeting new people, whether that's yeah. with the intention of dating them or whether it's with the intention of becoming friends. Yeah. Finding new friends as an adult is hard yeah and it scares people yeah but it is very doable so i was like okay i have a lot of friends i'm going to invest the time and energy with them but they're scattered across the globe right yeah Yeah. so let's talk about building new positive friendships in real life with people who are here yeah terrifying as like yeah a 30 some year old woman you're like oh my god i have to make friends again and i'm not in school (laughs) where it's like you know like ah yeah um so a lot of that i did through online there are people with whom i was interacting and then after a certain point i was like okay time to this person has seemed awesome and you've liked the way that they present themselves and the things that they've been saying and the conversations that you've been having invite them out for tea Mm -hmm. during the daytime in public yeah what's the worst thing that could happen is you can realize that oh you like their online brand more than you'd like them yeah and i ended up actually and you know some of them weren't good matches but i would say by and large the majority of those interactions ended up being incredibly 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 positive yeah so i would say that if that works for friendship yeah it's going to work for a relationship yeah so yeah that was an intention that i had to make and Mm -hmm. i was like again remembering that the reason why i did the stories was to do organic community community building that existed offline yeah and like if we're going to make friends, this is where we are. Yeah. But we need to get, we need to use this amazing, all of these tool sets. Yeah. And then we need to then actually take the leap yeah. of meeting in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, maybe we'll get to a point where no one meets in per- person anymore and all of our friendships are via at the most FaceTime. Oh my God, <laughs> because you actually see someone. But yeah. like I lament the fact that we've lost our phone skills. Yeah. I try to have three phone calls a day. Yeah. Because losing phone skills is mm. terrifying to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And if all of the phone calls that we're getting are robocallers, mm. then we're going to start getting weird anxiety about the phone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am also a huge proponent of phone calls and dating. It's just like you can connect with someone so much more efficiently and legitimately in a two minute phone call than a 30 text correspondence. Yes. Yeah. And also, text, it's also like, a bold move. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also, I don't know, maybe people who grew up with texting, they might have the skills that I just don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
because I'm like an old dog. I I remember the first time I got a text message uh-huh. from actually one of my best boyfriends ever. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> but I had never gotten, I didn't even know that my phone could accept SMS. It was like that yeah. Nokia, that like yeah. that box and Nokia. Yeah, you're like, what is Yeah, this? and I was like, my phone is, is my phone is talking to me. I didn't know what had happened. I was yeah. like, I was so confused. Yeah. And it was this person who's wonderful who yeah. I wish nothing but the best for in life yeah he had sent me a text message and I was like my phone's talking to me yeah it's a message from the beyond like what's happening you know and I was like yeah. that was my first text message so yeah. I was in college yeah so I think that's just not a skill set that I have so yeah. I try to improve upon it but also I'm aware of the fact that it's not, not going to be something that I'm good at so yeah. actually full disclosure I used to be part of a part of writers groups mm-hmm. and I miss that and it's mm-hmm. really hard to find a good writers group so yeah I was talking to a writer in real life at a convention recently mm-hmm. and seems that he is interested in me yeah and i try I, and i can also work on being more clear about the fact that i really don't know where where i'm at yeah but, but that i am interested in in having a writer's group and seeing yeah what that could be right and we are doing our first writer's group tonight over skype which is terrifying yeah but it's also nice to have a writer's group. But then yeah. I'm like, but it, it's also kind of like a date. Right. And I'm like, a Skype date. And I'm yeah. like, ah, <laughs> like I've never yeah. had a Skype date. Like yeah. I've only ever dated in real life. Like what the hell's that? Yeah. And like also it's a writer's group. Like what's happening? Yeah. Everything's gotten so commingled and I can't yeah. handle it. Yeah. So like, what do you tell people like that? Yeah. Actually, when I was matchmaking, I used to have certain clients who were just totally open to location. Yeah. And I would set them up on Skype dates. Huh. Yeah. Some people were really open to that. I really feel like with the in real life versus online versus video versus like, they're just so they're all just avenues for meeting people yeah. or connecting with people. And the point is that the most valuable one is in real life. But yeah. video is also valuable too and there's so many ways that you could get to know someone or so many ways that hilarious ways that you might possibly connect with someone who yeah. you might end up dating or not i think that's great well, we'll <laughs> see like, how worst, it goes. worst case scenario you have a, a writer writer's yeah group. see that's yeah. my thing is i'm like you know worst case scenario of a friend and yeah. like who like how is that a loss it's never a loss exactly that's, you know unless if the person's like i don't want to be your friend like you put me in the friend zone and i'm like yeah. well then i don't want to be your friend if you don't think my friendship is valuable yeah Bye. exactly right and you don't have to be on the same page but yeah yeah so yeah i would say in terms of remembering that we're all brands and yeah but also remembering that like you have to take it offline Mm -hmm. like you cannot get lost in the matrix yeah exactly um because it's not the point is it's it's an amazing way to connect with someone initially but it's not it lives in your head it lives in your fantasy it lives in your projections until you meet in real life yeah so and that's kind of dangerous too because we can get really really emotionally invested in something that doesn't even exist yes yeah, yes. that happens all the time. 